it's the latest episode of The Ugly Truth. Did Paula's family remember Mother's Day? Well, we'll find out next week, but we're talking a little bit about that, as well as distance learning, whether you're a teacher or a parent or a student, it's not going well for some of us. Also, did I celebrate Naked Garden Day this year? We discuss, and there's an ugly and awkward moment of the week. All of this and a whole lot more. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. The curtains are going to cause the divorce. I know it. Paula. Have a heart if you can, you assholes. Uncensored as always, it's time for the ugly truth. Welcome to the ugly truth. This is episode 464. You know, your octave has gotten higher and stronger, so every time you do your UGG, it, like, cuts you off, which I appreciate. I'm proud of it. Do you think it's, it's a good. happier UGG? No. I think it's a more assertive UGG. Let's put it that way. I'm being an UGG <laughs> assertively. I think that's great. Oh, before we get started, Stephanie sent us a picture of her son doing his homeschooling. Oh, my God. That was so funny. Okay, that whole that whole conversation was hilarious. He absolutely and just calmly said, I will not be participating in this dance on Zoom. I will not be doing it if Temperance can log off. I'm logging off. And he just quietly clicks off Zoom and walks away. And Stephanie's like, you have to participate. And he's like, I don't. And he's like, and I will not do P.E. How are you going to stop him? I mean, exactly. I just thought it was great that at his age, he realizes that he has options. And so I was telling uh, producer Dub about it. And I said, he he is absolutely, if he was female, he'd be an UG. I said, so I'm going to call him an Uggle. He's a little Uggle. I mean, I probably would have stayed on the call, but I would probably have like a piece of tape handy. Like, you know what? Absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm on the call. You just can't see me. So. I'm dancing. I promise. <laughs> I'd probably even like make sounds just to make it sound like I was dancing. Be like, oh, I know my camera went down. Oh, that's weird. But I'm still here. You know, but it showed I was still logged in so I could get the right? credit or whatever. <laughs> but I mean, he's just outright. But he is definitely Stephanie's child because she's just oh outright a defiant. She'd be like, fuck you guys. I'm out of here. <laughs> it's so funny. Well, you and Stephanie are both like that. You're just like, if you're done, you're just like, I'm done with this. And you walk away. You don't care. Like, no one cares. You're like, what are you going to do to me? Go ahead. Yeah. Try. At, at school, it's a different story. But that's where Stephanie had me is, you know, I was mm. too scared to actually leave. And she'd be like, fuck you, motherfuckers. And she'd walk off campus. <laughs> she Stop did. me. She absolutely did. She, had she no would she would pull all. a dad and like outrun the hall monitor. She's just like, you can't catch me. You're too fucking fat. See ya. Oh, yeah. That's absolutely who she was. Absolutely. She did not care. Her mouth would just say whatever. So speaking of teachers, it is teacher appreciation week. It ended on Friday, but I was just, I haven't seen a whole lot of celebrating uh, because everyone basically is a teacher now. And isn't it interesting and ironic that it's, it's riding right into Mother's Day? Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, is anyone really, I mean, I'm just curious, is anyone like true? I mean, what, nobody can roll their moms into, you know, brunch. So I'm just curious, is, I feel like it's a little low key this year. Because, you know, no one can go anywhere. <laughs> I'll be honest. I haven't heard boo about it. I was going to ask, is, did anyone remember it at, at your house? Either they're planning a surprise, which I, I highly, highly doubt it. Uh -huh. Or I just don't think they know. And you're not going to give them anything? Fuck no. Okay. 
Hopefully it won't be too difficult to talk about it next week because I'm real. I'm just dying to know if they remember. So it's either going to go down like this Saturday night. There'll be the mad dash to Walmart, of course. <laughs> right. To do something or Sunday morning or at some point Sunday, there'll be a text can- or a call from another family member. And it'll they'll go, oh, shit. <laughs> and then they'll be like, we totally forgot. We, you know, we go, we're going to go to the store right now and get that. And I'm going to be like, no, you know what I want for Mother's Day? I want a real Mother's Day. I want you guys to realize that mothers are forgotten and not appreciated. <laughs> and we're yeah. here just waiting for your next task. And it's a thankless job. Yeah. And you did exactly what you're supposed to do to mothers. What's expected. Which is just not acknowledge how important they are. So thank you. Thank you for Mother's Day. I also think that you are not alone. I think there are a lot of mothers who are sitting there going, you know what? Not only am I taking on the tasks that I do normally, you're all here. So I don't even get a break. And now mm-hmm. I'm a lot of, of you, I'm, I'm trying to instruct so that you can go back to school. So I don't have to deal with your ass for six hours. So I'm trying to get you educated for the mm-hmm. fleet of teachers waiting for you in the, I maybe the fall. And the, so you, we've just added yet another job to the, the, the some forced stay-at-home mothers, some who have been stay-at-home moms and are still adding to the pile. And, and no, I am not going to include dads, okay? It's a Mother's Day. That's what we're talking about. Well, and on top of that, I mean... What I don't want is, I I was going to say, no, I don't want you to go to the store Mm -hmm. and put together some sort of breakfast and get a (laughs) bunch of greeting cards because then I will have to do the motherly thing and act like I appreciate it. And I don't want to do that. I think a little honesty is not going to hurt anyone. If your family forgot, they should know that they, you know, they'll, and, and if it never comes up, which is would be really surprising considering all of the floods of, of Zoom and Google commercials saying, if you can't be with your mom this year, you know, give her, oh, give yeah. her a Zoom call. I think it, there's awareness that it's happening. I just don't think they realize it's that day. Right, right. And the other thing I don't want to do is I don't want someone to say, well, what would you like to do today? Oh, what God, I would no. like to do is not have to make another goddamn decision. About what this family is going to do. (laughs) So I'm going to go outside, smoke a cigarette, drink some coffee that I made. And you guys can sit in here and think about what you've done. Honestly, Paula, I don't think that you are alone. I do not. I hope that there are others out there going fucking A. Yes. Yes. You know, because it is, I and especially this year, I think that a lot of women are being put upon more than they were before. And it's really apparent who appreciates and doesn't appreciate the mother in the light, in their world. You know, I agree. This whole social, no, not social distancing, this whole distance learning thing. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about it is, you know, the teacher is having this relationship with my child and, you know, they're doing their Zoom conferences or whatever. They have their Google classrooms. They, you know, whatever they're doing. And I have to help her, but I don't, I don't know what she's doing unless I'm sitting right next to her, looking at the instructions, looking at the slides or whatever it is that she had to do, or I'm sitting there listening to the Zoom lesson. So I basically have to become a student 
right. to understand what's going on because I'm not really the teacher because I don't have the lesson plans or the answers or the access to the teacher websites. Right. So I'm basically this tweener with no information. Yeah. So I'm just like, either make me the teacher or leave me completely out and make the teachers a lot more hands-on. Yeah. Because you have to realize not every child can learn this way. Right. In fact, most don't. Right. You know, a lot, I mean, a lot do well with the online stuff, but a lot, I mean, it's, it's, it's a proven fact that children learn various ways. And my child is not an online learner. I can tell you that much. There's so many factors when you're dealing with, when you're dealing with distance learning, you know, you're dealing with teachers that maybe not be very good at it or you're dealing and, and really, I mean, the really good teachers, they're they're They shine no matter what, for the most part. But you're right about the students. I mean, it, it is I think about all those kids who require a lot of hands on care. They maybe they have to go to a different class for for different, you know, resources. All of that is gone. And so now you're dealing with, you know, I saw I saw a um, it's a meme I've seen. And it said, you lied to me. My children are not a joy to have in class. <laughs> Right. Right. And I'm like, that's probably very true because they all they already probably are distracted because of whatever million the multitudes of reasons. It was patched together. The adaptability of every kid is different. So everyone's experience in this has been very, very different. Like I can tell you that you and I as kids would have been fine. We would have blown through this. We would have been done with our homework in two days. Actually, I think you and I as kids, it would have been easier because it it would have just been like paper packets or, or packets that could have just been printed off. But see, yeah. the problem with our kids now, which I had no idea, they literally go to like 15 different websites every day yeah. to do all these assignments. And they have like log names and passwords and there's links to go. To, you have to go to a, a website and click on a link. You have to go to a website, log in, click on a link. And from there, you click on another link, you know, mm. to go to the chapter. And you got to make sure you're in the right chapter. And once you're in there, click that link. And then I'm just like, how many fucking links are in this stupid thing? You know, it's very archaic. And yeah. what and, and, and I don't fault the teachers because this is just how it is. Right. And, you know, and then to have to, you know, turn it into an online learning. I mean, obviously, it's not made to be done online. I mean, this is all very classroom based that, right. you know, kids take turns, you know, going into the, the computers. Other ones are doing classroom stuff. But, um, you know, and thank God Olivia knows where all this stuff is most of the time. But I mean, if she doesn't, we're kind of fucked because I'm just like, how do we get to this stupid, you know, like I find myself messaging her. I'm like, where's this extra math basics bears, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm just like, what is this thing? Oh, and she's like, okay. She's like, go to this, right click on this, blah, blah, blah. blah. And I'm just like, Ugh. <laughs> you know, Awful. I mean, sometimes we spend more time trying to find shit than we actually do things. No, there are no winners. Distance learning is meant for kids who are sick and need to be home for a while. And it's not meant for the large, the, you know, the masses. So hopefully this will, you know, be a sh- very short period of time in, in frustration for everyone because I'm sure it's difficult. 
Yeah, because also we got a notification from Ryan's school. They're going to be doing an online promotion ceremony, and they're looking for speakers. And Ryan started laughing. He's like, I'm not going to that. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, did he volunteer to be a speaker? No, but he's <laughs> okay. graduating eighth grade. So I'm just like, what is an online promotion ceremony? I'm like, this is going to Zoom meeting it. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of in my life. And I'm well, like, I hope I hope we are not required to go to this or to watch this or whatever it is. Yeah, well, I mean, I, you're not going to see anything other than some administrator reading, reading names saying, uh, kids, this is an unusual season. Yeah. And what film Ryan walking across the living room. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Have him run across the living room naked. Uh, that would be so funny. So speaking of the reason I kind of wanted to bring up Teacher Appreciation Week, other than I think this is definitely one for the books, is that um, a teacher that I really, really loved in high school died. Yeah, I read that. And what sucks is he lived like five doors down from me. Oh, yeah. And I didn't. No one knew. No one said anything. But they were they are incredibly private people. He's, he was not interested in getting visitors or, you know, he had been struggling for, for some months. And we did know that part, but they did not want any kind of, you know, general knowledge floating around. So I did know that he was struggling, but I didn't know that it was, I, I mean, you know, you kind of assume that maybe things weren't going well and we don't even know how he passed away or anything like that. But... I was thinking about it and I was telling uh, Daryl about it um, when we read about it yesterday because we got, you know, I saw the same thing you did. And I said, oh, I hate that I found this out on Facebook because he was a neighbor, but I also know how quiet they were about things and private. And so I said, God, he was such a great, he was a great teacher and he was such an amazing coach because he was the baseball coach when I was in high school. And I just, I had him for geometry and I believe it was my senior year and Everybody basically just kind of you had to have three years of math to graduate back then. Mm -hmm. And so I took geometry. I'm <laughs> as you know, I am math retarded. I can't I, mean, I only passed geometry because I had my boyfriend do my homework the last semester. Right? Well, I didn't have a boyfriend. And so I was in that class and I was determined to pass. And so I had a tutor. I took extra work. I came in early. I stayed in at lunch. I did everything I could to get a passing grade. I had a D minus with all of that being said. Finally, I think we were six weeks in and coach came up to me and he said, Jamie, I appreciate how hard you're working, but you're never going to get it. And I don't know why. I, you're a smart girl, but I, I can't watch you suffer like this any longer. So I'm going to, I'm not, I'm not going to pass you, but I'm going to give you an incomplete so you don't get an F and I want you to have the open period, go to the library. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and because it wasn't his fault, it was, I never had a really good math foundation ever, but I appreciated him ending my suffering. So for that, I will always, I will always be grateful for him. That's good. He, he understood that you were trying. It's just, you, some people don't get it. I couldn't get it. And it was, it, it began when I was in second grade. It never improved after that. You know, it just was a, it was a horrible journey in the math world. And I, it's the one disability that I really hate because it's something I can fix, but who wants to go back and, and learn math from the beginning? I mean, it sucks. No one wants to do that. Well, geometry is just a completely different animal. That's, yes. I, I can't even explain that. 
Yeah, I, I, I still can't explain. I still don't even understand why it's who came up with that. And <laughs> well, I, I'm con- I'm convinced it was someone like Beethoven or something like that. Some complete freak of nature. Some that, genius. That no, not even a genius. Just oh. some schizophrenic <laughs> weirdo that convinced everyone it was genius and. You know, I mean, what's a Pythagorean theorem? Like, name that. And then you, where oh you, put a, you put a number in a box and it comes out a different number. And I mean, I I'm just what like, well, is. what is this? Like a magic machine that you just pop a number <laughs> in there and, you know, and it pops out another number. And I'm just yeah. like, what is this? Willy Wonka? <laughs> That's kind of what I thought. Yeah. I'm it's sending true. you my cleaning bill. I should have written that as one of my answers. <laughs> no I kidding. I would have gotten credit for creativity. They were like, totally love it, but it is wrong. Half credit. My teacher, she took geometry serious. Like she was oh. some, she would go through and check homework to see if you did it. Yeah. And I would get like half credit because she would check my homework. And she's like, well, I see you tried it. She's all about the numbers you wrote down. They're just <laughs> numbers. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I vividly, vividly remember this one memory. I was in second grade and we had a student teacher. I can't remember his name, but he came in to, you know, get some hours in so he could become a, a full-time instructor. I remember I was obviously struggling in math as a second grader, or maybe I was in third grade. And so he pulled me in at recess and he goes, okay, we're going to go through some flashcards because if you can remember your times tables, then you can do anything. And I said, okay. So he started showing me flashcards and I'm all five. (laughs) And he's like, no, he goes, think about it, Jamie, think about it. And it was like nine times seven. And I was like, 16. He goes, okay. (laughs) This is times, not plus. And I said, okay. And so he's like, it's it's seven number nines, seven nines. And so I'm like, all right, I'm all. That's that sounds like a lot. Forty seven. He's like, okay. He literally collapsed in in absolute frustration. And he's like, go ahead and go outside. You're just <laughs> like um, back outside. You're like s. <laughs> it was what awful. is a bunny. <laughs> And then I just walked outside, a, a massive failure. And, you know, I hated not being number one in everything when I was in school. I had to be the smartest, the fastest, everything. Yeah. So to not have success in math was one of the most frustrating things in my life. To this day, I get hostile when I think about how much I can't do it. I've had really smart people say, oh, my God, you're so smart. You could just go back and start over. I'm like, I don't want to. I am not Billy Madison, okay? I'm not going to third grade and starting over with somebody named Miss whatever. Right. I'm not doing it. Stop. All right. And so moving on. uh, And congratulations to all of you who are brilliant in math, female mostly. So I, as you, if you follow me on social media, I don't really have a whole lot of listener friends, but if you listen and you're also my friend, you know that I was, uh, my bank account was hacked on a Tuesday. What was that all about? Well, somehow someone in the Philippines got access to our bank account, made several transfers from savings to checking, and then took out a couple thousand dollars. Wow. And... Daryl comes in with my coffee and he said, good morning. And I'm like, good morning. It's like 7 a.m. or 730. I said, what's up? He goes, I have to talk to you about the bank. And I said, all right. Now we're doing some financial moves because of the pandemic. And, you know, we're just trying to make sure we're safe and whatever. And he said, "Uh, so our bank account was hacked. We have $45. And I went, what? And he said, yeah. And I go, well, what's going on? He goes, well, I mean, obviously he's been talking to the bank and blah, blah, blah. And now... The bank account we use, I opened when I was 25. 
It's my uh-huh. bank account. I just, you know, when you merge, you don't even think about it anymore. Right. And so he said, because it's your bank account, I had to sign all these documents and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I, you know, obviously got up and I did all of that. Oh, he wasn't on the account? No, he he is on the account, but it's my account. I and gotcha. so I just didn't, we just forgot, you know, because it's like, whatever. So I, you know, we dealt with all of that in the morning. And I said, so what, how does this happen? He goes, well, they will do an investigation and then they will uh, basically front us the money that was stolen. Mm-hmm. And once they determine that it was a fraud, then we just keep the money. Right. And, and they just replace it. And I said, okay, cool. So I said, well, when is that? And they're like, well, Stephanie, our sister said to up to 10 days, 10 to 14 days. And I went, what? No. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I guess we're eating mac and cheese for the next two weeks. No, I don't. Th- I mean, maybe once they, it takes that long to investigate. But if they said they would front the money, I think they would probably front the money that day. We got the money within 36 hours. Yeah. So it, it was fine. It, so luckily with the world in which we live, it's just a significant inconvenience because now digitally you can see everything and obviously we don't live in the Philippines so it was clear that it was fraud but I had to go to the bank and get a new ATM card and all that garbage but what's funny is Daryl and I walk into the bank and we have our little masks on mm-hmm. and I said who'd have thunk that we'd walk into a bank with masks on yeah you guys probably look like bank robbers well Daryl especially because he uses a um what are those called a bandana he uses a bandana <laughs> it's a red bandana <laughs> And so he walked in. He goes, do you think people think I'm a bank robber? I'm like, I think that just like in, uh, when you're at the airport, you don't say bomb at the airport. You don't say bank robber with a bandana over your face at the bank. Okay? Stop it. Shut up. And just he's don't like, put your hands in the air and be like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> just don't do anything dumb. I'm like, I want to leave with both of us intact. Okay? Just let's go. So anyway, so we got it all done and it was, it was mere, but now of course, and I don't know if you've, it's some, it actually happens when your bank or your credit card just expires. I forgot how many things are attached to that number. And so, you know, it's like Amazon, any, you know, any online purchases that, that I've cookied for, you know, easy access. I, I keep getting all of these failures and I'm like, why am I getting all, oh yeah, I have to go through meticulously every single account and change you know, the number and we've changed all our passwords and oh my God, it's just inconvenient more than anything. But I was heated. I was pissed. Did they figure out what, how it, how you got it or where it came from? Well, of course, initially Daryl's like, well, it was through your number. And I said, oh, so it's my fault. What number? My, my debit card number is what he said. And so I said, well, I mean, I was trying to think what I had purchased because it's not like we're buying a bunch of stuff right now. And I'm like, gosh, I don't, you know, I don't remember. And so ultimately it wasn't my number. It was through our bank account. So it looks like a third party got access to our records and was able to access our bank account somehow. And so we were really surprised the bank even didn't even red flag that. Like that was really shocking. So that's something we're also dealing with is how did they let that happen? But it looks like the way they did it is because they tried to take all of it and they couldn't. And so that was we were like, well, what happened? Like, how did how were they not able to clean us out completely, et cetera? So that's something that the bank is looking into. And it was because it was such a large amount, they were able they were they escalated it to, you know, because this happened to us once before a few years ago where they took like 600 out of New York. And we don't know how that happened either. And so we're, you know, we've obviously just changed everything and we're as secure as we can be. Our bank account is secure again and 
all of that. But it's definitely something I don't even know if they'll tell us, but I certainly am curious to find out how they got access. Right. So we'll see. We'll see. So anyway, it was it was really fucking horrible and it sucks and it made me mad. It just made me mad. I'm like, really? You know, I figured, you know, there's a lot of people out there taking advantage of others with scams and all kinds of stuff because, you know, everyone feels real vulnerable right now. But that's I think that's what made me the maddest is like, oh, I see. So even though we're all, you know, the entire world is in an upheaval, let's steal people's money on top of everything else. (laughs) Let's just do that. It just pissed me off. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, because I knew reasonably I knew things would work out. It was just it was just one more thing. It's being you know? violated, though. You know, it's yeah. just it's ter- it's like, you know, basically someone robbing you. So, yeah, totally. And if I, I mean, I would be just as mad if, you know, well, even worse, if somebody took a picture of me peeing or something, it's like the same. It's vulnerable. You know, your vulnerability. Well, I think that. Also, too, just by nature, you try and associate the blame somehow to yourself. Like, what did I do? Oh, like, my God. How was I totally? How was I stupid? What what website did I go to? Or, Absolutely. you know, like, what did I buy from some freak thing? Was it because I bought mm-hmm. Paula those Nicholas Cage sweatpants, you know, <laughs> or whatever? <laughs> right. <laughs> So, which I absolutely, I don't, I couldn't even believe those existed. God, Jamie, those are hideous. Don't buy those. I'm not. I didn't, I thought they were on Amazon. They're not on Amazon. No, they're on that freakwish.com site or whatever. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. when I saw those, I was just like, <laughs> why on earth would anyone want those? I don't And know, if you Halloween. wore those in public, I'm like, can you imagine? Like, I would just want like a camera somewhere on my body, just so maybe like on reactions. my back. Just so I could oh, see the look yeah. on people's faces, like as I walked past them, they're like, they're like "Why would you wear those?" That or like people <laughs> like, pointing and laughing, like, "Did you see that? Oh my god!" You know, like, "Is that Lou? Is that Lululemon? I've never yeah. seen that before." They're just like, "Is that the lady from Honey Boo Boo?" Or you know, just "Oh like, my god!" I know. So Nicholas Cage stretchies we i don't have to buy those for you but you know what they might become a hot commodity because he was cast to play the tiger king and you'll watch it you're gonna watch oh it. heck yeah i am he's gonna be so good everyone's like oh my god terrible i'm like think con air it was perfect i actually as much as i hate the the nature of this person who belongs in prison i he's in ab- prison i know he is i absolutely will watch nicholas cage portray him absolutely well- <laughs> So if you ever watch on YouTube, they have these things where they have like vocal coaches or they have like um, like accent coaches who work with celebrities who are going to do movies. They help them get like the exact dialect of whatever character they're about to play. Mm. And so um, they'll go through and they'll watch movie like they'll do scene. They'll watch a scene from a movie Mm -hmm. and they'll kind of critique the actor and how well they did the accent. Okay. You know, they did Brad Pitt when he did um, in- Inglorious Bastards. Oh, okay. With, and so they're just like, he did a really good job. Blah, blah, blah. You know, right. they said he he did this, he did this, he did this, he did this. Kevin Costner in Robin Hood. And they're just like, we're not really sure what he was doing here. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Wait, you're going to have to send me the link. I want to watch this. I want to see accent critique. Okay. And so then they said, um, Nicholas Cage, Con Air. And they're just like, so here he was trying to do some kind of like Southern white trashy accent. Yes. Did he nail it? They, they filmed him and then they, they came back and were just like, you know, 
if it's Southern, we wouldn't be able to pinpoint where, where, uh, you know, <laughs> if it's Southern, it's, it's just kind of a, I don't know, like a hick kind of weird wow. sounding voice, but you know, so funny. I don't think he was really hired because of his ability to have an accent. I don't um, think he with was. With the character. Right. In fact, I didn't even think people really cared. But so basically what they were saying is, is he just was talking funny. That basically. Is so- <laughs> That's so funny. So, yes, it's I will funny. find that and I will send it to you. Please do. I want to see that. That's I want to see accent critiques. That's great. All right. A couple of notes before we go into our ugly and awkward moments of the week. I don't know if you have one. I don't. I I do. Remember when we talked about Jay Cutler, the old, the ex uh, Chicago Bears quarterback who retired and he and his wife, Kristen Cavallari, who's from Laguna Beach and the Hills reality show thing. And they are they got divorced. And it said, you know, we love and respect each other. Blah, blah, blah. Please respect our privacy. Two weeks is how long that lasted. Oh, are they being nasty now? Oh, hell yeah. And now the real Everything is now the real, the tea is here. She asked him for $5 million so that she could buy a house for herself. And he's like, get a fucking job. No, I'm not doing that. She didn't have 5 million of her own. I have no idea what the, what this financial issue is, but she's, she's probably in her legal work. She's probably saying he needs to give her $5 million so she can buy a home wherever. And he's like, nah, use your own money. And she's like, well, he was lazy and motivated and that's why I'm divorcing him. And everybody is like, oh, really? He only earned $120 million as being an NFL player. And all he wants to do is work his farm and be with his children. Yeah, that's lazy. Okay. He only Mm -hmm. took a $10 million one year deal in Miami to get a concussion and be completely injured because you told him he had to do it. So fuck you. And this dude is not a lazy, unmotivated asshole. I don't know anybody in the NFL you could categorize as unmotivated. Not one. I hope they had a prenup. I don't know, man. I hope they did because he's worth over 120 million. Sounds like she's, well, she might get her house after all. <laughs> she might. It just might be a few months or a year or however you long You know what, though? She has like a fashion line and she has money from that show she, she does. did. And yeah. they also had her, she had her own reality show. So She still has her own reality show. So, I mean, and if she keeps doing that, it's going to get bigger. So Well, I, now it's going to be huge. <laughs> that That's weird to me. And five million between, you know, people like that, it's not that much. It's not about the money. I think it was all of the other shit. And, you know, he froze all of his personal accounts. And mm-hmm. not the joint stuff, but his personal stuff. So she has, she no longer has access to his money. And maybe that is a prenup thing, you know? Mm. And maybe that's why, you know, she no longer has access to stuff and she's pissed. I don't know. I mean, all you know, I'm maybe is, she never had to touch her money ever. And now right? she's going to have to. And right. That, and she's mad. Well, and if you got used to living a certain type of lifestyle, well, yeah. she would probably burn through her money pretty quick if she <laughs> sustained that. Hi, Tori Spelling. <laughs> yeah, for real. Well, anyway, so that's that interesting update that the whole we love and respect each other profoundly is gone. <laughs> it's just gone over. Right. Now we're real. Now everybody's being real. All of the arguments that they've been having for the last 10 years ha- are now on Instagram and Facebook or Twitter, whatever. Well, they have to say it from the beginning. Although, you know what? If I was a celebrity and I was getting a divorce, I'm like, divorce sucks. We're, we're getting one. You know, we really yeah. prefer not to talk about our shit in front of everyone. Right. So, you know, please don't ask. And well, I would say don't ask because we're probably not going to tell you. 
because it's private. The whole the whole hypocrisy of trying to be like, you know, showing pictures of you two walking down an aisle somewhere in the middle of, you know, Mexico saying, "We love each other and we respectfully, you know, are are uncoupling." It's like, "No, you're not. Someone said you were an asshole. You've been a bitch your whole life, and now we're we're finally right. getting getting away from each other." I mean, I'm not saying you have to say that in public, but it's like, yeah, we're no. getting divorced and it fucking sucks. Yeah, you can say like, you know, when we got married, we had every intention of, you know, making this work and being together forever. But, Obviously. you know, it, it didn't happen and we're really sad about it. And so now, you know, we're getting a divorce and anybody who's been divorced knows it really sucks. And, you know, yes, we still love each other, but we realize it's just not going to work. So... We're going to have to go through this really crappy process and it's going to take a long time. And, you know, we really don't want people bugging us about it because, you know, we don't we don't want that to be our identity for the next, you know, two years. Yeah. We have kids and, you know, we're just going to try and, you know, move forward as best yeah. as possible. But, you know. What would make it a lot easier is if you didn't photograph us every 10 seconds asking us about our divorce. <laughs> right. So, you know, have a have a heart if you can, you assholes. Speaking of, so we finally, finally, after seven years of living here, purchased curtains for our front room where the TV is. Oh, my is. God. I know. And so, so I mean the dogs can't just look in whenever they want. Right. So I well that and it just gets so hot in there. And so they're kind of black out. They're really, really nice. And so uh, I bought them. They arrived. The the curtain rod arrived. And Daryl's like, I'm hanging these for you. And I was like, all right, cool. Now, I am very capable. I can do anything. But he wanted to do it. And so he opens up the brackets and he immediately is having some issues with the, the type of brackets that, are, that have arrived. And he's trying to explain it to me because and it's he's explaining it to me nervously because anything that happens in this house, any kind of home improvement always results in some kind of argument, some kind of argument. Do you guys always do things in pairs? No, I, I had I wasn't going to do this with him. He wanted to do it. And I was like, yeah, go ahead. So I go into the other room because I can't listen to him. I'm like, why is struggle? he explaining anything to you? I'd be like, I don't care. Just go do it. <laughs> I did. I pretty much Leave had that me attitude. out of this. Yeah, I, I had that attitude. This is between you and the curtains. <laughs> so I went into the other room, the office, and I'm sitting in there on the computer and I can hear him verbally struggling. I can hear all of put the, headphones on. <laughs> I did the draw. Like I can hear me with my car. If it's making a weird sound, I just turn the radio up. I heard, you know, things dropping. I heard, you know, the son of a bitch and all of that. <laughs> Finally, I hear him come in and I'm like, Oh, here we go. And I'm hoping he was just telling me, Hey, they're done. Come look, but no, no, no. So he tell he explains to me how these brackets are ill-equipped for our situation. He had already questioned the weight that the, this rod could hold the curtains. I'm like, it is standard. It is fine. These are not iron curtains. Okay. It will be okay. So we had to purchase different brackets. And of course I woke up this morning to say, oh no, you didn't buy them because your bank account's wrong. And I was like, fuck, this thing is going to be a three week thing. And it should have been a 10 minute thing. Now it's a thing, and now I'm mad. And I'm like, ah, I just, nothing can go right. Nothing. Nothing. And so I'm like, curtains, it, it's going to be the curtains. The curtains are going to cause the divorce. I know it. It's the small things in life it really that really is. drive you to death. It's like a death of a thousand pecks from a chicken. I think that's what it is. Is like, you know, actually, you think 
it's the big things that really <laughs> break up the couples. Mm. But I think it's the big things over time that build up. And then it's just like the one little thing where you find yourself staring off into space and you're just like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, <laughs> like, you, like you've had enough, you know, yeah. like you, you're sitting there staring at them, brush their teeth. And you're just like, I can't stay. I, I, I don't want to wake up another day and watch him brush his fucking teeth and get it on his chin and wipe it with a towel. Like, is this my life? Is this what I'm going to do for the rest of my fucking life? I know. After everything he's put me through, this is my reward? No. No. Right. I'm, I, I'm almost 50 years old. I still have half my life left. I'm not going to live like this. Right. And that's when they look at you like, what? And you're like, I want a divorce. <laughs> They're like, what? Like, what? And you're just like, I, I, I'm done. I, 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 I want a divorce. I, I'm done. I can't, I can't listen to you breathe any longer. They're just like, where, where is this coming from? And it's just like, I don't want to get into it. It's it doesn't just, matter. It's just like, it's, it's, it's just not even worth talking about. It's just, I just don't. We're so over. Yeah. There needs to be a new word for over. I think you should pack a bag and leave. <laughs> and and again, guys are just like, what, what is she getting her period? Is she, is she having a yeah. stroke? What What's going on here? I, I, Did she speak to her mother today? What yeah, they, they don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I was talking to my friends. <laughs> yeah. So I was talking to my friends and then he's like, oh, here we go. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, well, let me guess. Yeah, it's true. Uh, it's so true. Okay, uh, and then there was only one other thing I wanted to tell you about. You know, well, you and I both love Queen. Brian May is the guitarist. And mm -hmm. I read a little story about him today. Of course, Daryl reminds me every year that it is uh, Naked Gardening Day. <laughs> every year I he did, hopes. Okay. Every year he hopes. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. Every year he goes, hey, guess what today is? I'm like, Wednesday. He goes, no, it's Naked Gardening Day. And I'm like, okay, I, you know, you ask me every goddamn. He's been asking me every year for a decade at least if I'll do it. And I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm not okay. going out there. Say this. I will do it when we have our secluded backyard in Napa. <sighs> I'm not doing it, Paul. One day. Nope. I refuse. I'll, I'll, I'll text you from my phone and say. I'm doing it. You want to come help me plant some seeds? Paula, I'm never going to do it. You need to be more adventurous. Oh, yes. That's where. Okay. So I don't want to get bitten in the snatch by a bee or an ant or any kind of weird aphid. Nothing. It's not happening. You send a text and say, you want to come help me plant some seeds? And then they come outside because in his mind, he'll be thinking, what? And then he's like, it's naked gardening day. She wouldn't. And then you hear, you know, the, the feet sprinting down, oh, you know, the tile. God. He walks outside and he sees you bent over and he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> yes, I want to plant my non-seeds in you. Oh, God, Paula, that's so disgusting. I'm just saying. You do it. I can give a man a boner in like less than three seconds. Well, so can I. I'm just saying. I just. I feel like what is his name, that tune? I can do it in two seconds. <laughs> That would be a funny show. And Nathan got sitting boner. in a chair in the middle between two girls. And she's like, I could give him a boner in three seconds. I could give him a boner in two seconds. All right. Give him a boner. Give that boner. Oh, my God, Paula. We just came up with the best porn game ever. <laughs> that would be a fun game. It would be but a fun game. But you know what? Game. 
it would be a stupid game because the guy would have a boner before anyone even got them to get the boner. If he saw two girls coming toward him to give him a boner, it'd be no, over. If he saw two girls sitting there talking about which one of them would be able to give him a boner in a short amount of time, just thinking about what would they do to give me a boner, he'd get a boner. I know. It's so true. It's so true. It would My be God. a it would be a failure of a game. Oh, yeah. They'd be like, well, you can't have a boner before we get over there. Jesus. He's just looking up, like going side to side, like, oh, my God, what's about to happen? This is happening. (laughs) This is the most exciting thing that's ever happened to me in my life. That's hilarious. (laughs) It's so funny. All right. Let's do an ugly and awkward moment of the week. have one but i do have one so i wanted to tell you about it really quick the other it was a couple weeks ago and i had posted a meme about short independent girls climbing up racks at the grocery store to get things Uh, you mean girls like us yes how many times have i climbed shelves at the grocery store to access some stupid shit that i had to get that they put way up high i can't even tell you I do it. I usually wait for the aisle to be empty. I hop up there. I grab it and I hop back down. I do it like a ninja. So no one yeah. knows I've been up there. Right. Because if people see you, they get they get worried. They're just like, oh, I could have gotten that for you. I'm like, oh, it's fine. Right. I got it. You yeah. know, or or sometimes it's not even like reachable. You have to like use something else to knock it down. Oh, I like do that. a mm-hmm. I don't know, like another box or a. I have used po- boxes of long pasta. Yeah to get stuff off the top shelf anyway i was at the grocery store and daryl was there and he was pushing the basket now we got in a fight at the grocery store actually and so um i can't About stand the, what he can, i can't even stand the way he drives carts paula i just there's nothing i i hate the way he drives i hate the way he maneuvers anything with wheels he kept cutting me off with the cart and i got really really angry because i had had enough and so we're standing there and he's like, what's the matter? I'm like, make up, f- make your fucking decision on what direction you're going. You're kicking, you're, you're killing me and you keep cutting me off and I'm, I'm done with it. And he's like, I go, where are you going? And he's like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm like, fine. And so I climbed up, grabbed the tomato paste off of the top shelf and knocked down three more <laughs> and they just fell all over the floor. And I'm like, God damn it. I'm trying to be cool right now. And that nice. didn't happen. So he, of course, he cleaned it up for me and I stormed off and went to the vegetable section. And then I'm still angry. And all of a sudden there he is right behind me. And I'm all <sighs> like, he ran after me. I was so angry. I was mad at him for two days. Really? <laughs> yes. That's a long I was time. really, I was really pissed. And That's it's because really I'm sick of him. Time. I'm sick of him. I mean, I'm used to him traveling. I'm used to him not, you know, going fishing, you know, just living some semblance of a life that doesn't include me. And it hasn't been that way for seven weeks. And I just, I mean, you know, I love him to death. He's one of the best people I've ever well, met in course, my life. But I mean, my God, I just can't take it anymore. If I have to listen to him bellow about sales or digital, I can't. I told him that I said, I'm moving my, I'm moving my computer up to the bedroom. Because I can't be with you anymore. <laughs> Do you ever annoy him? I don't know. I don't know. And I don't care. I'm a delight. <laughs> and the thing is, is that I will seclude myself. I don't, I don't constantly, I'm not up his ass all day. You know, I, I don't need to do that. But he does. <laughs> he, he loves me. It is the weirdest thing ever. I don't get it. 
I yeah. don't get it. I don't understand healthy relationships. I'm I'm bad at it, and I just I just don't understand. All right. Well, anyway, happy Mother's Day to those who are are celebrating and who enjoy it. We appreciate you for those that are going to be remembered. And if you do love Mother's Day, we don't begrudge you. We just don't. We're just not huge fans. But that's okay. You know, we 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 know that it, you know for a lot of you, this is your first Mother's Day. Yes. Or if you happen to have a really good relationship with your mom. We're really happy for you. I mean, I would never begrudge anyone for that. You know, I think there's probably better times than others. Like when the kids were really little, I loved it because yeah. they always had like the cutest little like handprints or, you know. Oh, Paula, I've had, I have, yeah. I still have those. I was going to say, I have them too. And when I read the poem, I cry. Of course so I, I try do. Not to, or they, I just can't do it. They make these little coasters or these little yeah, ornaments so out of clay that are painted, uh, you know, yeah. so much that they're black. And it's you so know, cute. All, and I still save those. And, you know, but they're of so course. proud and excited to give it to you. They get in their backpacks and they get out this little tissue wrapped thing that they've been working on all week. And their little hands are so cute because they hand them to you. And like those, I love that. Those are so adorable. And for that, I, pre- I appreciate teachers because they, they facilitate all they of it. They do. And then... Yeah. There's now, <laughs> where there, Alou is almost 11, Ryan will be 15, and I'm sure, you know, they want to do this as much as I do. And so, I mean, not that we don't love each other, but we love each other in our own ways. Of course. But I mean, a formal Mother's Day brunch, breakfast, you know, cards and bullshit, it's, that's what it is. It's bullshit. Yes. But then when they get older, maybe when they're adults, or maybe when they have their own kids... And they probably maybe appreciate more like how hard it is. Mm-hmm. That might be an, an, a good time to be a mom again. Maybe. I don't know. For sure. So we'll, well see. Yes. Anyway, happy Mother's Day to those of you who are celebrating today. We we do appreciate all of the mothers, even some of the motherfuckers. Yep. And that's all I have. Yes, me too. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, we will see you on Wednesday. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.